Do you ever wonder, what the hell am I doing? Do you ever look at your life and feel like it's out of control? Like that you don't have any idea what you're supposed to be doing, when or where, or who you're supposed to be doing it with? Do you ever just feel lost? I do. Hi, my name is Andrea Welker, and I'm the host of the Sacred Hearth Podcast. I'm a life coach, and together every week, we will look at different ways that you can take control of your life. We'll look at things you can do to help you, and we might even shed a tear or laugh along the way. Together, we can do this. We will help you find your happiness. So don't forget to subscribe. Today's episode probably contains language, strong opinions, and will possibly lead to sitting in discomfort or truth. You pick. Listener discretion is advised. Today's episode is about the healing power of community. What's in a community? Is it what the place we live? Is it the relationships we have with people? Or is it something different? Is it like a spiritual bond that we create with ourselves? And as the extension of ourselves, we create that with others. I've been going through some personal stuff lately, as I'm sure you all tend to do as well. And I have to tell you, the healing power of community has been what has gotten me through some of the worst things that I've experienced. I can tell you when I've lost people in my life to death, when I've lost my job, when I've had tragedy strike, community was there. When I celebrated my graduation, community was there. When I celebrated birthdays and special moments in my life, community was there. And you know, something that I absolutely love being a part of the digital age, as much as the digital age can sometimes um, cause division, one of the beautiful things that I'm always inspired by in our world is that people always find a way to come together. And I absolutely love that. I absolutely love that about us as human beings. In the South, in Appalachia especially, we place a large emphasis on the power of community and what it means to reach out to people and to be there for them when they need us, when we need each other. You know, if, if we don't even know people, we will go out of our way to help them because we have realized you have to work together to survive. Our winters here traditionally have been very brutal. The land itself is very brutal. The wildlife will try to kill you. I mean, Appalachia is good. It, it, it's a dark place. It can be a difficult place to live and survive. And when we go through things, people will, even if they don't like you, can drop everything and come to your aid. And I love that. The power of community gives us hope. It brings us closer. It makes us feel connected. It helps us rejuvenate ourselves. It helps us feel like we are part of a bigger picture. Like maybe together we can help each other and maybe even change the world. There's this old African proverb when spiders unite, they can tie down a lion. And I love that because when we come together as people 
There's nothing we can't accomplish. But what do you do if you don't have a community or you're separated from a community or, you know, you don't get along with your community members? Because <laughs> sometimes that can happen. If your communities that you're a part of are like mine, it's almost like the sibling bond where you, uh, you have this moment where you maybe can't stand each other, but the moment someone comes at you and starts giving you hell, it's like a whole line of people just rushes and stands up for you. And, and I, I adore that and I appreciate that so much, that tight-knit closeness, because life is difficult, it's hard, it's brutal, and sometimes we need those friendships to heal our souls. Sometimes we get so beat down by life and circumstance that we lose the ability to just feel safe and feel loved and feel acknowledged and feel heard and feel all the things we want to feel. And, you know, I've got to tell you, I've spent a lot of years living on this earth. And while we absolutely try to function as solitary as we possibly can and assert individuality and independence whenever possible we never accomplish anything without help we always have some type of community involvement whether it's laws that we're making programs that we're creating education that we're teaching whatever it is we are all experiencing it together separately so when i see people and they attempt to hurt members of my community or hurt members of other communities that I am a guest of really makes me angry and it really hurts because I don't understand how we can get through this life, especially with as strange as the world is right now. I don't know how we can all get through this unless we rely on each other and we learn to cope with each other and we learn to protect each other and defend each other because there are so many things in life that will tear us down and break us apart and hurt and destroy us if we let it but there are other things that will heal us and make us stronger and help us feel whole and those things those things are the things as a community that we need we need that right now. We need healing as a people. We need healing as a country. We need healing for our citizens, for our ethnic groups, for all of the different psychic, social, psychological, emotional, physical wounds that are occurring. We need peace that can only be brought by acknowledgement, reflection, and healing. And the only way we will ever have true healing is if we all find ways to lift up each other. So if you're someone who maybe is a student or maybe you're away from your core family or your core values, or you know maybe you are disabled and you live in a new place, or maybe you're someone you're going through a divorce and you know you're having to start over, or maybe you start a new job, it's like, how do you build a sense of community? And one of the things that I will recommend to you is to find your community, to find the ideal people who will support you through everything that you can also support. 
the best possible thing that you can do to protect yourself is to attract the most authentic people that you can find. And the only way that you will do that is by being authentic yourself. So I highly recommend if you're looking to strengthen your community, if you're looking to enhance the bonds that you share, if you're looking to um, bring assets to other communities, when you get there, be as authentic as possible. When you invite people to sit with you, be as authentic as possible. When you need to protect people or speak up on their behalf, be as authentic as possible. Another thing I recommend is that when you go into new situations being as authentic as possible, I also recommend that you encourage yourself to think of new ways to solve old problems. Because we can do the same thing over and over and over, and we can expect different results, but we won't get them. So it's always a good idea that when you're going into new ideas, when you're going into these new places, always make sure that you do that. Another thing I recommend is that once you get in the, into these places with these really cool new people, that you find ways to not just respect their authenticity, but you find ways to let it enhance your own life. So instead of being jealous of your community members or instead of being upset by their ability to live life the way that they do, Observe how they function. Look at how they interact with people and see if that's something that you can implement into your own life in non-toxic ways. You don't want to be a chameleon and take someone's personality and totally absorb it. But what you do want to do is find ways that can help you work out some of the problems that you've been experiencing. And if you notice that someone is assertive and you feel threatened by that, ask yourself why. Or if someone is really sweet and kind and you feel like you're being very abrasive, ask yourself maybe what areas of your life you can implement some sweetness into. Or perhaps if you're someone who is struggling to find their voice and their their experience and what it means to be themselves and you see someone else who's confident and self-assured and knows their worth, look at how they implement qualities of those things that you do not have in your life to see maybe what you might not be doing. You know, one of the beautiful things about community is it's like a hive mind or, or collective. You know, before we had Google, before we had search engines, before we had the internet, we had people. We had books, we had magazines, newsletters, you know, movies, TV shows, documentaries. We had all these different, you know, encyclopedic ways of absorbing information. And one of the things that we just sometimes overlook is how important it is to absorb information from real living in-person or online people. You know, we, we think we can learn everything from, from non-sentient sources. But there's only so much you can collect from a shining star if you're only looking at the dust it leaves on the ground. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like those moments where, you know, if someone is doing something and you think, wow, I need to do that in my life, you have to make sure that you're also looking at the 
best light possible, this person in the best light possible, so that you can actually learn from them the way that will benefit you the most. So another thing that you can do is just make sure that when you learn from people, that you pick the right people for the right task, because not everyone is good at everything. Sometimes people in our communities might be really good at one thing or another thing, but they may not be good at both things. Or maybe they're good at something else really out in left field that maybe you don't need to know right yet, but maybe you might need their help with later. So one of the things that you know is really important is to just keep in mind that you match people up with what they're good at. If you can match people up with what they're good at, you are more likely to have successful results as a whole, as a whole community, you know, and also individually. Because you can't, you know, you can reinvent the wheel, but why should you? So if you put these things into practice and you implement them, you are more likely to have success. And when you do have success, you're going to have more prolonged success and a farther reach because of it. That's something that's super important. And that's something that we have to make sure that as community members, we acknowledge. We have to also remember as community members, and this is the most important thing, is to be gracious and thankful for the lessons that we learn from those around us. Even the people that upset us and piss us off have something to teach us. And, but especially the people who are our mentors, who take the time to teach us, who take the time to impart their wisdom and their lived experience, that is worth its weight in gold. And when we do have those moments where we are taught, it's really important to understand you're always going to learn more from the lived experiences versus the observed ones. And that's part of being in a community too. When you have a very diverse and engaging community, you have a larger pool of resources to pull from. So collectively as a whole, you are made stronger for it. So those are some of the things that I just recommend today. I recommend them because we can't get through life without learning how to love each other and be around each other. And those things will help you do it. Because if you take away the the jealousy, if you take away the bitterness, if you take away the anger and the hatred and the mistrust, you have compassion and empathy and understanding. Well, friends, that's all I have time for today. If you've enjoyed listening to the Sacred Hearth podcast and you feel like it brought value to your world, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and share for reach. And if you feel particularly generous, be sure to support my work on Patreon or buy me a coffee. Before I go, let me also tell you about two things I have in the works right now. One is an announcement about my Mindful Moments classes, and they are starting up soon, beginning September 1st. We will come together every weekday morning at 9 a.m. to center, focus, and ground ourselves while creating plans for our day. We'll map out our tasks and activities and take a moment to quiet our minds with meditation encouraging ourselves to carry a more mindful presence throughout our day. This drop-in event is Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and is perfect for anyone who wants to live a more organized and focused life. To enroll in this course, it's available exclusively to Buy Me A Coffee subscribers, and you can enroll by going to 
buymeacoffee.com slash sacredhearth and look under the extras tab. This is available for $5 per event or $20 for the entire month. Another thing I'd like to share with you is how excited I am about launching Sacred Hearth Academy, my private members-only site for those who are serious about building skill sets to change their lives. Sacred Hearth Academy will offer on-demand and live self-help courses, events, workshops, and exclusive content at incredibly affordable prices. For less than $20 a month, you can change your life. So if you're interested, go to my website, sacredhearthcoaching.com to learn more. Thanks for listening, everyone. And don't forget to subscribe.